The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, August 20th. It's hot outside. We've got a great show for you lined up, and action and excitement has taken place all over. Whether it's saltwater, freshwater, or streams, there's action going on all over Northern California that you do not want to miss out on. We're going to kick it off in just a minute with a California Dawn and Captain James Smith. He'll get you up to speed on what's going on with salmon, as well as the great rockfish and lingcod action that's going on out there right now. Captain Zach Medina hooks up with us. He had a great day on the water Thursday chasing salmon out in the gate. He'll tell you all about that in a TV show he filmed while he was out there too and captain justin leonard joins us from the feather river live this morning we'll check in with him and find out what the action's like out there i hear it's a little slow in the rivers right now but i got a news flash for you there's a whole bunch of fish heading your way real quick yeah, that's right. I was going to say shovel full. There's a bunch of them coming your way. Alan Fong hooks up with us with a great interview he did with Steve Cooper. He'll tell you all about it. One of the guys that's out there, he's in deep on the Delta out there. He and Alan went fishing together last week and had a great time. Netzel hooks up with us. He's at home. He's done with Stampede, at least for a while. Kokanee action still going strong there. Kevin Brock will hook up with us a recording on the action on both the Feather and the Sacramento Rivers, getting you in tune. Of course, Senior Tuna's got some great info from us. And there's more, lots more. Let's waste no time. Let's get hooked up with a man himself. Let's go to San Francisco Bay and climb on board the California Dawn with Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, guy. What's been going on this week? I know you had some wind. I know there were some waves. How's the action been? Well, it's been really good. Um, the salmon bite, of course, is picked right up where, where we left it a, a week or so ago. We had limits on, let me see, we had limits day before yesterday when I was out, 21 limits to 28 pounds. The king action's been hot. All the boats had limits yesterday. I uh, had the fortunate um, pleasure of having Senior Tuna on the boat this week. We had a heavy dose of rock out and link out on the schedule. Um, Monday, Monday's trip, we got kind of pinned to the coast. A lot of, uh, a lot of wind offshore and, you know, we didn't make it out there Tuesday, but Monday we had, you know, about a fisher rod on the, on the link cod. Nothing, nothing crazy to write home about. A few cabazones, limits of rock cod. And then Tuesday we made it up the coast and, uh, got up to Point Reyes and, put a whooping on the link cod limits a link cod for the whole gang at Penn university senior tuna was on fire. Of course, catching them on the swim baits and the slow pitch rods. A lot of fun this week. Everything is on the bite. You know, if you can get offshore when the weather is decent, it's really good fishing. The, the coast is biting good yesterday, 40 link cod along the coast, five halibut limits of rock cod. You, you can't beat fall fishing. It's just, it's fantastic. And the days that you got good weather and you can make it offshore, 
it's uh, it's tremendous. Talk about potluck. You can do it all right now this time of year, folks. Everything is happening out there. James, uh, in your note that you sent to me earlier this week, you said that the schools are scattering around, they're loading up on baits, and then they're heading up the systems. How do you sense that? I know you you probably got schools coming and going on you all day long when you're out there chasing them. Yeah, well, we see this as a typical fall pattern. Fish are just kind of congregating closer and closer to the gate. They're trying to get a little sniff of their water source, and um, so they just load up here. If there was uh, ample water coming out of the rivers, I'm sure that these things would just tuck and run and go. You know, they they shoot up. But, uh, you know, of course, everybody knows the rivers are running real low this year, so not a lot of water coming out and not a lot of urgency to get out of the area. So, you know, getting limits of salmon and big salmon in August is, you know, it's a treat. And in low water years, you know, we're going to see this pattern where they just come and they mill around and then they few split and head up in the system. And, and a lot of them just seem to, to stick around. And so that's what we're seeing right now. That's why the boats are still pounding out limits of, of quality fish. They just haven't hit the river yet. But I tell you what, all my friends at Fish Rivers and all the guys that are listening here this morning, there's a lot, a lot of fishing. And, and I was privy to a lot of the uh, meetings early in the year where doom and gloom, but hey, there's a big number of salmon. They're coming your way. It's going to be phenomenal in the rivers when they do do yeah. decide to, to hit the grounds. There, there's a lot of big fish. One of the things everybody needs to remember also is all of these fish have come down, two-year-olds, <laughs> three-year-olds, and if there's four-year-olds out there, they're all coming down right now. The fours and most of the threes are going to go up there and spawn, but there's all those jacks that are going to stay out in the ocean going, I'm not going into that fresh water. I don't like that. It's not my turn yet. So they're going to stay out there. These guys are still going to have these fish available until they kind of meander back to their baits and wherever they want to hang out along the coast, too. Well, James, how much longer do you think you're going to have some solid king salmon action? And when are you going to make the move and go solid rock and ling? Well, you know, we we typically just, just hold on until the scores drop below a fish arrive. You know, uh, anything could happen here. We could go extended into September. Right now, projected, we're going to go through the end of August and the first week of September before we do the switch. I know a lot of clients are asking for the for the uh, rock and link hot ship. You know, we've, we've been doing the halibut option lately. It's been really, really good. Um, we're sticking out for halibut. But, you know, we started that in March. <laughs> Everybody's got a freezer full of halibut, and they want rock and link. So we're starting to kind of get in that fall pattern where we're adding a few more trips on the schedule. But uh, ex- fully expect it the month of September, October, and then full into crab combo season. First week in November, we will be doing the uh, Rock and Lincoln, the Islands, Point Reyes, and, and, of course, along the Marine Coast when the conditions don't allow us to get offshore, all of which have been really good this year. So well, it sounds excited to me, about doing that. It sounds to me like you timed your trip perfectly down south to do your little run last time. And uh, now that you're back, you're going to be working your butt straight off for about four or five months straight through. Well, minus minus a trip to Alaska, I got to do my my migration up there. I'm going to head up there for for nine days to go visit my brother and see if I can't catch a big halibut. But yeah, we're going to be we're going to be full steam here for the next few months here on the uh, on the bottom fishing. So tell I'm Steve, looking for, tell for Steve, you change of pace. Tell your brother Steve you want to catch the one that Sep lost. <laughs> He had me hooked yeah. up so bad with a head of a king salmon out there. He just smiled when it picked up, and I'm watching this thing, and I know it's got a circle hook in it. 
and my rod is just bendoed. I mean, I'm thinking, how am I going to hold on to this thing? Where's the rail? And as I'm walking over there, I just kind of give it a little tug just to really make sure that hook's set. Mm. Don't do that in a circle hook, okay, no. folks? Because you just pulled the head, the bait, everything right out of that fish's mouth. And it was ripping line, James, ripping. No stopping it. It was like you hooked up to the California Dawn from the dock. Kent, that's equivalent to having a uh, having a ten pound bass on and then fighting it for about thirty seconds, then setting the hook again. Yeah, setting the hook again, <laughs> yeah. and then and then and then giving it slack line. Yeah, well, I got the yeah. HUA award, and we all know what that stands for: <laughs> head up something or other. Exactly. I got, I got the big award and no big halibut that day. James, thanks for the update on the report and the action, folks. I hope you'll get out there and share the water with one of the best captains in the West, whether it's on the California One or the California Dawn. Two, just like the guys, you know, from Guns, Fishing, and other stuff were out on Sunday with him. And Travis Morgan will be talking about that trip in a little bit. I saw he caught some. I I haven't even looked to find out if he has. I saw a dead fish picture. James, give them all the hookup info they need so they can get out there and have some fun, too. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. That about covers it, my friend. You have a great day on the water, and thanks for sharing with us today. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, guys. Always a pleasure, as usual. All right, take care, partner. Knock the hell out of him when you get out there. Hey, I got a note this morning from my buddy Jeff Martin up at Lake Berryessa, and I want to give a shout-out to his son, Ryan. Ryan just got the reserve grand champion steer out of 4-H. I know that's not fishing and hunting, but, boy, that's good eating. There ain't no question about it. Congratulations, Ryan. And I know the way it works. Congratulations to his parents are in order, too. Let's take a quick break. When we get back from this, Captain Zach Medina hooks up with us with great action going on out in the ocean on King Salmon Action. Right after this. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips. Where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city 
reshuffle, head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters featuring the entire line of Duckworth boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, you heard uh, Captain James Smith talking about salmon action out there and his uh, gradual changeover to rock and lingcod fishing. Well, I talked to a, or I was texting to a very excited guy yesterday and the day before. He was talking about a slow day of fishing when he was out doing a TV show for Angler West. Then the next day, it's apparently limits for everybody on board. Let's go live to the deck right now to Fisherman's Wharf, but probably out the gate by now, and hook up with Zach Medinas of Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you? You tell us how the action's going out there. You had a kind of mediocre day out there doing the TV show, but you got a show done. Then what happened after that, dude? Uh, it's funny, man. I had Ken's voice in my head going, cameras come on and the fish go bye-bye. It's, it's, like it's, it's a rule, dude. I'm telling you, it happens. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was cool, man. But, uh, yeah, that was, I don't know, some people are calling that the slowest day of the season, you know. But, <laughs> yep. uh, good good pick. Show. Real good pick. <laughs> some fish were caught, and we had a pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty entertaining crew. We had Clay Weed on the boat. Todd Storm was out there, and he's like a big 12-year-old. And uh, a lot of Virginia was with us, so we had a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, the next day. You had Clayton, you had Clayton Eslick with you, too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know you knew him. I yeah, do know Clayton. Uh, Clayton's a bass guy, so I do know Clayton. Yeah, yeah, that's your wheelhouse for sure, man. Yeah. No, he's a good dude, man. I love fishing with him anytime. And, you know, we did a commercial one time with Clayton and uh, – I think it was for Gerber Knives, and we brought him out to the Fairlawns, and Virginia was like, well, he's a bass fisherman, you know? And I said, Matt, if he can drop shot, he can catch wing caught off the rocks, we'll be fine. Yeah, he was fine. He's That's no problem. There's something about those bass guys and getting out there and saltwater fishing. They just go nuts. You know why? Because those things bite a lot harder than bass do, bud. Yeah, you don't lift them. You don't lift them either, Yeah, we can figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, bass guys got to chew that thumb. (laughs) 
we had a good talk. I was talking, telling him that one of my favorite rods was back in the day. I had a David Fritz uh, signature rod. I used for halibut a lot with a quantum thirteen ten. You know, yeah. So he got a kick out of that. Boy, that's an old name I haven't heard for your David well, Fritz. Yeah, and, and uh, the funny part is, is Caulfield probably still has fifteen of them. If you want another one, I could probably get you one. Yeah, brand new, still in the yeah, package. It was made by Browning. I remember the rod well. Yeah, yeah. I forget kind of what kind of glass it was, but E-glass or something. I can't remember. I think those I, I were S-glasses, but yeah. S-glass. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, Zach, you had your day for Angler West, and I'm sure you got enough fish for the TV show. There's no question about that. But then what happened the next day when you went out? Well, it's funny because you go, Zach, you know, how's the action out the gate and all that? And I was like, it sucks. And then the next, next day we went out there and Man, we had two triples. We had a couple doubles. We literally got limited out in about an hour. It was awesome. And then yesterday, uh, we had limits, uh, 12 fish for our, uh, our six people as well. So it's been really good. Well, I loved your text when you said, I can't believe it was so slow and then so great on the next day out. Why? Why? TV cameras. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. you had cameras on board. You'll figure it out, son. Yeah. Roll tape and fishing sucks definitely <laughs> runs together. <laughs> Well, well, Zach, you know, I've, I've had some pretty phenomenal uh, sturgeon episodes, you know, and caught some nice days and some big fish and done that thing. We did a salmon episode one time before, and Virginia and I were like, come on, man. this is, And it was the same result. It was bad fishing that day, and we're like, this is our chance, redemption. And, uh, yeah, that didn't happen. But it, it should be a pretty fun episode. And we've done a lot of things lately. We did a sturgeon episode. I was out there with the Department of Fish and Wildlife netting sturgeon in the San Pablo Bay. and you know, it was just something I always wanted to do. I thought about the old Italian fishermen running their nets, and when I saw those fish crash into those uh, the nets we set, watching those floats just boom, you know, and jerk down. And I don't know, it hit something in me, man, from way back. I thought it was really cool. Well, uh, wait do you, uh, you know, wait do you spend three days in the same clothes for 22 minutes of film? That's the bad part. You know, about day three, you're still wearing the same shirt. Yeah, you didn't have the jacket on when we ended that shot. Put the jacket <laughs> Put the back jacket on back and on. take the jacket off while we're video. Right. Right. Uh, been- I, I would love, I would love to be on a shoot like that. Normally for me, it's like, you don't need to catch every fish out here. If you can get done in a half a day, we'd really appreciate that. People always think I'm out there for multiple days. I'm like, no, nah, most of the time I get about four or five hours out of these projects and, uh, they're pretty much done. Yeah, that's 22 that's way, minutes to that's fill. That's the way us salmon and trout fishermen do it. These bass guys drag it on for weeks. We, you know, we did, we did that at Clear Lake when we shot Pro Team Journal, Cody Meyer and I, and, and, uh, we call him, we call him Chunky, but he's the cameraman for Pro Team Journal. And, and he said, guys, we're pretty cool. Can we do interviews? We're like, man, they're biting. He goes, guys, you've caught 63 fish today. We're doing 22 minutes. We're done. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you how many hours I trolled with Daryl LaMonica at Bass Lake. Just troll, 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 and nothing. Then all of a sudden, yeah, it was over and it was done. Game over. And it was for a big national, a national television show. And I'm just going, wow, thank yeah. God for those coconut coming yeah. through for we us. Got, we got a show for sure. Hey, man, what you got to do is call your buddies at Seeker and get that 706 blank that I showed you uh, at the shows. And uh, that will uh, replace that rod that you used to use. Really? Oh, yeah. Promise you. Just, okay. just do it. 706. Call the guys at Seeker. Call your buddies at Seeker. They'll get. In fact, why don't you call and get us about ten of them? And we'll, yeah, you know everybody, we'll out, built. everybody out there listening that's interested is getting that Seeker <laughs> that's number. That's a great. Written. That's a why great don't we old give blank, them a Seth. home number for the guy to call? That's a great old blank, Seth. Zach, give them all the hookup info they need. They got to get out there and share in the action that you're having fun with, whether it sucks, which is just your opinion. You were just in the wrong place at the wrong time, or whether it's just great like it was the next day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Get a hold of us at uh, 
497-4977171. You can also go on social media, gatecrasherfishing.com, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, gatecrasherfishing.com. You can get a hold of us that way, too. So, yeah, give me a call, text, and uh, we'd love to get you out. Salmon fishing, like I said, it's really good. It's a bit of a fickle mistress, you know. I mean, we can have two or three days of wide open, a couple days, not so much. But, you know, the days that there aren't as many fish, the fish quality is there. These are nice, big fish, lots of marbling, great eating. Yeah, that's one of the things you talked about. There might be fewer fish, but they seem to be bigger fish. And I think that's what everybody wants at the end of the season, those big pigs that come in late to start storming up the rivers for the big spawn. Zach, thanks for hooking up with us. We always appreciate it. You have a great one, and take care. Thanks, guys, for having me on the show. Appreciate you. Hey, you know, our next captain is uh, the the kind of crazy guy that fishes all night every now and then who I am going to be booking a trip with. Bob Smalley and I got to go out and do that crappie up at uh, Collins Lake. Yeah, that's fine. Good. I'm going to have a freezer full when I get done with that place. <laughs> freezer full, that's six in yeah. my book. Right. Let's go live right now to the Feather River, I believe, where we can hook up with good old Captain Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service. He's been working over the kings out there, and he's also been fishing Bullard's Bar. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. Tell us about it. What's it been like on the Feather? I know some guys are crying that it's a little slow and a little warm. What's your song going to be today? I'm crying the same song. Well, um, you're yeah, not alone. There's quite a chorus I, out there right now. No, nobody's alone doing this. It's pretty crazy. Um, no, the low flow is 62 degrees. And that, I mean, it should be 58, so we're a little warm. But um, these fish are starting to trickle through. It's just they're getting a late start on things. Uh-oh. You there still? Yeah. Okay, I thought you broke up there for a minute. Yeah, there's there's tons of fish coming your way. It's all those obstacles like warm water curtains that are slowing them down obviously yeah warm water and giant sandbars on the feather yeah the sandbars are crazy having to move around them fight over get around and everything them. else yeah absolutely god be nice to give them a little bit of water to help them do that yeah it would be but uh but those sandbars have sh- have shifted around ever since that orville dam issue sep those sandbars have moved around that feather and just increased in size in the lower section of the river it's really really bad. what's it doing for making your runs out there in the morning justin uh, go fast. Really hope you don't hit anything. Oh, it's, it's that uh, hold the tongue <laughs> off to the side and keep, kind of squint at the same time, right? That's it. No, we've been coming off the outlet, off the upper end, and then kind of fishing the big hole just here in the morning. And then once we can see and get some daylight, then we'll go run down river and start looking around down there. But uh, outlet's been the highest concentration of fish, just, you know, at least till the sun hits the water. And then once we do get sun up on the water, then it kind of seems to peter out a little bit. The fish just shut down, get up underneath that big white water, and uh hunker down for the day just because it gets so hot they get underneath that cold water and hang out for a while but uh then we go run down the river and see what we find get a bunch of trout and squawfish and a couple salmon down there so it's a good variety is it work or are you picking up salmon along the way it's both uh <laughs> a fish or two a day and then uh you know but some some guys you know aren't quite doing that and it's only going to get better i mean i'm looking up 50 guys on the bank right here at the outlet trying to catch this catch themselves a salmon See a couple stringers, and actually there's one fish on right now. But these guys are all doing their flossing. For those of you that aren't familiar with the after bay down there, it's a, uh, a firing line of rods. How many guys do you think are there from the little uh, water where it comes back in down to the end of the line of guys? Uh, <laughs> I'd probably guess a bit like 50. 
Yeah, it's elbow to elbow generally, and there might be a little bit more room. If there's a guy six foot eight, there's nobody real close to him. No. But no. if he's five foot four, you can bet he's got three six footers next to him. That's the way it works. You get hooked up out there, it's an interesting fight. And if you don't drop one of your casts out there into one of the boats that's out there trying to catch yeah. the fish also, it's entertaining. But that's where they really keg up. And that these fish are making the moves. Are you seeing fish move early in the morning coming up there? Or are they just sluggish staying in that hole and they're not going anywhere? You know, it's a good mix. I really don't see a whole lot of fish taking off going up the low flow. I think they're really hanging out here and just maturing. But the hatchery up there at, at the feather, if you go look at the hatchery, it's absolutely stuffed. So obviously these fish are making the run up to the hatchery. But for right now, it seems like more fish are kind of concentrating in the outlet. And then we got some fish rolling through on the lower section of the river. Um, I actually fished down below yesterday and had some fish rolling on me and saw some fish. So they're definitely starting to, you know, more more and more are rolling through. It's just a matter of time before things really kick up. And I think after Labor Day, we My guess is your reservations and everything are just getting solid starting around the first of the month, right? Yeah, from starting pretty much now, I don't stop until October 13th as of right now with no no days open. And then after that, I got a couple days in October. Folks, there's always cancellations, and I know these guys work in conjunction with other guides out there. They might be able to help you get in with somebody else, too. Hey, talking about the feather stuff, we just got to let our listeners know, too, that, you know, or maybe get ready to go salmon fishing. Verona Marina is closed. Yes. Yeah, gate across the place, and uh, this sign says they've been closed since May. But, yeah, the, the marina there is closed at Verona. So if you want to fish that area, you're probably limited to, you know, launching down around Elkhorn and running up river. Justin, how was Bullard's Bar? Uh, pretty, pretty ridiculous like it is. Um, the fish just keep on, you know, they're still maturing and heading farther and farther up river. So the farther up river you go, the better off you are, but they're not all the way up the river where you can't reach them or anything. And they're, they're still cutting nice. And it's still that 10 to 20 fish an hour. It's, it's really, really good fishing. The fish are as big as they're going to be. Um, so they, you know, get up river and disappear from us and they're just getting ready. But fishing's really good. I think we probably got maybe three weeks left on that until things start getting, you know, the fish start turning and, and I get to the point where it's like, ah, we're going to let that one go two weeks probably. Yeah, I'm seeing some fish from uh, Whiskey Town, not Whiskey Town, from Stampede that are getting a little dark, yeah. but they're cutting beautifully. It's probably because of the nice cold water up there that they've got too. Yeah. Well, Justin, give them all the information they need so they can find out more about the feather or the Sacramento King salmon action, or maybe they want to jump into one of your lakes that you hit too. But give them the hookup so they can do it too. Absolutely. We do Facebook and Instagram, Outcast Guide Service, and that's got phone number, email, current reports, everything like that. And direct numbers, 530-277-6870. All right, Guy, you have a good one, and thanks for sharing with our listeners today. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, take care. Hey, folks, those of you that are kind of wondering what's going on with the King Salmon Bite right here at the confluence of the American as well as the Sacramento River Systems, there's no better source of information right now than Ghost Bait and Tackle right over here on West El Camino in Sacramento. Cedric out there probably standing there staring at it right now or was earlier this morning to see how many boats were out there. I noticed there were quite a few of them already out there. But if you'd like to get more info on what's going on out there and what you need to intercept these fish as they come into the SAC metro area and the ability to catch them not only at Discovery but up and down the rivers from there, get a hold of Cedric up at Ghost Bait and Tackle right here on El Camino, 916 692 8520. That's 916 692 
800-848-8520. And you can bet that Cedric will get you wired with everything you need to go out and have a successful trip. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, it's time for RVs and destinations. And then Captain Troy Barr talks with us about Lake Berryessa and what's going on there. We'll be right back. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around. The Real Magic, owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole. This fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance Parks provides sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the Avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple 
Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, I've got a couple of more great tips for you RVers out there. Whether you're first-timers or long-termers or doing it full-time on the road, here's a couple of tips that will reduce the stress and that sinking feeling you get every now and then when you think, oh, no. Well, here's number one. Don't turn onto a road you cannot turn around on. Well, how the world do you do that if you can't see the whole road? Don't trust what you see on your GPS. You know it's turned you wrong directions before, and you know it's done you wrong in the past. Zoom in on your sighting, on your settings, and make sure you can see all the little roads along the way that might help you turn around or back up. Know where you're going, and don't go places down roads that you are skeptical of. Stop your vehicle, get out, walk down it, and make sure you can get out. Don't get trapped down there like so many fifth wheel guys have done and be towed out at great expense. Number two, kind of goes along the same lines. Don't press your luck when you need gas or diesel. Every time I've run out of gas, I ran out of gas in our motorhome towing a boat and I coasted, coasted right to the pump. I was lucky, but I had procrastinated. I put it off. I passed other places. Oh, it's not easy. Oh, it looks too tough to get in and out of with a rig. You know what? When you need gas, stop and get your gas or diesel fuel. And there's a great application for your smartphones or your iPhones. It's called Gas Buddy. It lets you know what the price is for gas in all the areas, identifies the least expensive, the most expensive, how extensive the service is that they have there, and it gives you pricing and maps and exact locations. It'll even talk you right to the gas station. That helps you a great deal because the stress that you have when you think I'm riding on fumes in the middle of nowhere is not worth it. Get the application Gas Buddy, Check the prices of gas before you pull into the station and make sure you can get in and out when you do head there. One last thing, don't ignore small problems with your RV. Had a little weather stripping come out on one of my first RVs, a Class A Marilyn and I had. And that weather stripping, oh, it just popped out about a half inch. It'll be fine. Well, we arrived in Portland, Oregon with about eight feet of weather stripping dangling through the air behind the motorhome and looked like idiots. So take care of those little problems when a little dab of glue or gorilla glue or maybe even silicone would have stopped it from being a problem. I had to take it in and have the whole insulation weather stripping replaced. And here's a tip that I'm getting calls on every week, emails or text messages. If you're moving slower than the speed of traffic, pull over and let the cars and everybody go by. Even if you're moving the speed of traffic and they're pressuring you wanting to go by, move over anyway. Show them the courtesy and that you have the knowledge to pull over and give them the courtesy to pass if they wish. That's what it's all about. You're out there wanting to have fun, not create stress and play road sheriff saying, I'm doing 55, they can stay behind me. No, just pull over. Let the, I'll let you fill in the blank there, go by you, whether they're speeders or in a hurry or maybe they're just more important than the rest of us. But don't let it wind you up and don't let it affect your weekend away. 
eliminate those sinking feelings and the stress that come with not being ready and not sure in where you're going. Take care and get out there on the road and have some fun. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, if you're anyone that listens to me, you probably know I got my new boat and I'm excited about getting out to Berryessa, but when it's 113 degrees... I'll leave it to a younger man for a couple of days. Let's get hooked up right now with the man himself from Lake Berryessa, T-Roy's Guide Service, Captain Troy Barr, joins us live. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, guys. Well, tell us about it. What is going on out there? That water has dropped another foot in the last week and a half, my friend. At least. Um, we did a little scouting for some trips uh, for next week. Bill Dunn and I were up there uh, a couple days ago, and fish from Markley Cove all the way to the mouth of the main lake for pretty decent results. A lot of little little juvenile king salmon, so if you're not getting bit, reel your lines up. You probably got a little four to six inch king salmon on the end of your line. Yeah, you're you're trolling a chunk of of bait right now. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, We wound up with uh, seven kokanee and uh, excuse me, five kokanee and two big king salmon up to four pounds nice and uh yeah yeah the uh king salmon the four pound fish came right at the end we were uh, getting ready to leave and start popping up rods and i look over starboard side there was a rod buried so uh one up out of the clean another fish but it was a real nice day out there we got off the water for it was too hot and uh that was things are starting to look up a little bit well, I'll tell you what, you're out there, uh, Bill Dunn, a very experienced fisherman up there, probably almost as experienced. No, you've got more time on the water than him at that lake. But I'll tell you what, folks, when two guys are going out there with the knowledge that they have, go out and hit the lake. And that was obvious an exploring run, making it from Markley Cove all the way out there and finding the, the fish. And it's interesting that you catch those smaller king salmon. That Those are generally, you know, they're all looking for that ideal temperature range, like 52 to 58. How deep were you having to go to get into fish? Um, yeah, first, first thing that morning, leave at Markley Cove, we caught, I caught the first kokanee at probably around 60 feet. And then at the end of the day, I think that bigger king salmon came out of the rock slide at like 80 feet deep. Yeah. So everything's down there deep. Are you seeing them on the screen? Are you seeing them kind of massing up yet? This new state of the art Garmin, uh, technology I got on my boat, man. It's, uh, incredible. Um, we're seeing them hanging on vertical structure, flat structures, suspended fish when you're turning around. But a lot of those suspended fish out there are next year's fish. But a lot of the bigger fish are coming on vertical stuff. Like, you know, if you're you're coming over a point at like a 80-foot point, they're, you know, 70, 
78 feet deep, just taking it right on the bottom. And usually when they're kegged up on the bottom, they aren't real aggressive, but if there's enough of them, somebody will get ticked off and hit it, won't they? Yes, sir. Um, using a lot of um, bigger stuff, uh, one-and-a-half-inch apexes. Uh, Jared Johnson came out with a big spinner blade line for his uh, Salt Lake show for the ISC show over there, and the bigger thumper blades on these uh, spinners are working real good. That's Rocky Mountain Tackle, for those of you wondering. Excuse me, yes, Rocky Mountain Tackle. Just because then, we know uh, Jared doesn't mean he changed the name of true. his company. Are we admitting to knowing Jared now? Yes, we are. <laughs> wow, that changed. <laughs> you know what uh, helped out a little bit, too, is running uh, ball trolls on the front star, or the front port rod was working real well on my, my side of the boat. But we seem to it seemed to slow down a little bit if we put ball trolls on both sides. Really? So we uh, took them up the starboard side and just ran on the port side. and Yeah. I, I went up to Whiskey Town yeah, a few years ago. I went up to Whiskey Town a few years ago and started pulling flashers again for coconut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was like 20 to 1 over the guys pulling Dodgers. And they all, what are you doing? What are you pulling? I didn't even want to show them because it was my old multicolored pink, green, and white flasher blades that was working out there. It's amazing. A lot of those guys in Oregon still pull them like that. And, yep. you know, if we experimented more out here instead of all doing exactly the same thing, and we all think we're doing exactly the same thing, but we're not. I was watching guys fishing kokanee. I, I can't remember the site right now. Some of them had four-foot leaders on their yep. for a lure. They got a you know needlefish back here four feet behind a four-aught dodger. That dodger's moving. Yep. That lure is just coming along for the ride. It's not doing anything yep. back there. Well, Troy, best colors, any particular lures performing better than others, and how about scent? I think the the apexes performed the outperformed the spinners, you know, but uh, later on in the day, the spinners did work a little better. But uh, colors that really didn't matter. Gold was working in the morning. Um, I think pink was working more mid morning. We did catch a few on green. But um, the scent, we changed over from uh, that Potsky's Kokanee scent uh, crawdad because we are fishing on the bottom and um seemed to work a little better. Mm, there's you a tip that came out slow out of his mouth, folks. You might think, yep. you might want to think about taking a couple of scents with you that might smell like crawdads along the way. Troy, yep. Troy sense, fish- right? <laughs> in more ways than one, my friend. It's a great opportunity and absolutely great fishery, folks. It's been tough to figure out because they're dumping so much water out of it. I just got the report from Jeff Martin at Markley Cove, and it's down uh, 40.9 feet now, I believe is what it was. But it's definitely down. It's been going down, down, down. It looks like it took a big jump this last week, down almost a foot. But uh, it'll be slowing down one of these days. But the interesting thing about Berryessa, as you well know, Troy, it's not. it's only down 40 feet. That lake could go down a hundred and still be very fishable and very fishy, wouldn't it? We don't want to hear that. But no, yeah, we don't. <laughs> We've all driven around the coves in the mud to find a place to launch before. That last big drought was that seven years ago. We were launching off one of the lowest ramps I've seen in a long time, but there was still plenty of water to fish. Uh, still plenty of water right now. So um, the fisher is still in great shape. The bigger fish are just starting to get their kipes. So, um, you know, we're probably looking the September range probably. 
perfect timing for this new boat to arrive that I'm going to tell everybody about in the next hour. Captain Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service. Barry S. is getting into gear. Maybe you ought to consider doing the same thing yourself and getting up there, whether you're going out to Markley Cove or any of the great resorts all around the lake. If you want information on it, you'd like to go with one of the best, give Troy Barr a call at T-Roy's Guide Service. Troy, give them all the hookup they need. 707-372-7599. All right, partner, you have, a, you have a great day, and we appreciate you sharing with our listeners. Take care, and I'll see you out there on the water. All right, bye. All right, Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service. Roll it. Fishing is fine, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. Well, that means only one thing. The man himself, Mr. Alan Fong, the Rodfather, joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, guy. Uh, out running around trying to figure out what in the deep and on the delta is in the right order, aren't you? Was it on the delta, in the deep, or, boy, you were getting in deeper on the uh, outtakes on that show. I'm getting old. I can't remember nothing. <laughs> Join the club. Join the club. The best part about it is you remembered Steve Cooper. He's got the, a site out there, a website, excuse me, a YouTube channel called In Deep on the Delta. Alan and he were out fishing. Uh Looked like a pretty productive day, Alan. Yeah, he... he um does a report and um you know when i first started the channel you know we got together and and he's been supporting me so i took him down to delta that day it was probably blown way over 30 it, it was, was really it, that was howling wind there was no doubt about it i'm thinking what is that guy doing out there today it's kind of crazy being out there but we actually did really well we probably had a really decent bag and um he learned a lot because you know fishing up north versus the central is a lot different these fish are more your northerns they love current first place i stopped he goes hey are we salmon or steelhead fishing I, what are you talking about he goes look at this current ripping i said yeah oh, no, yeah we're fishing for salmon and he he it blew his mind first point i put on flipped in there caught five fish i mean he, he couldn't believe it there's a lot of different fishing up north than the central delta. Well, so I'll tell you what, those were, you have some very impressive fish in the photos. There's no question about that. Yeah, they're, you know, they don't get no giants. You know, if you get a seven pounder, you got a monster up there, but you know, they're very healthy fish. They're in that two to five pound range. And every time you set the hook, you think you got a 10 pounder. So it's, those north delta yeah. fish that are mean. Because they live in current their whole life. Yeah. Is it is yeah. it cooler water for them too? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah. cooler. More yeah, movement. the water's about. You know, even he even mentioned he goes, "Hey, the water's like at least ten degrees cooler." And I said, "Yeah, it is." Yeah. And you know, we were almost behind West Sacramento, and I had the uh, ghost trolling motor, and to keep it still, I'd put it on seven. Jeez. <laughs> you water. know that water's cooking. <laughs> it's definitely on the move. No question about it. Well, yeah. You, it was like nonstop action in your video this week. And, uh, to see that, and then you guys say, Hey, we still got time left. Let's go back and do some more. My goodness. How many fish did you catch during the day? Eh, probably over 30. Not bad. And up in 30 mile an hour plus wind. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy just to be out there and deal with it. And the amazing thing, we were able to pull it off. Folks, if you haven't checked out, Alan Fong Outdoors on the YouTube. You have got to check it out. He's got some great videos out there. Tell them what you're doing, Alan. Um, mostly uh, flipping and punching. Um, 
The lightest weight on my rods is one ounce. If you use anything lighter, good luck because it just blows right away. So you got to use heavy weight. And um, I show it on my video. I show everything. This producer I got, she just makes me tell everything. And I go, you sure? She goes, just do it. I think she's. I think you had a mark on your ear. I think she's been grabbing your ear and twisting it, too. I'm not certain. But uh, she certainly is a hell of a director, isn't she? Yeah, she's got her ways and loves has a passion of fishing more than I do, and she's just crazy. You know, she's enjoying it, no question about it. You guys are doing a great job of it. And I keep watching your numbers climb and climb and climb. And you know, folks, when you've got a YouTube channel and the amount of knowledge and the people that share information with Alan in trust, just like I did recently, is it's great to have that source opening up and sharing a lot of these things with you. It's part of the give back, I'm sure, that Alan feels because the sport yeah. and the industry has been so good to him that he wants to share it with everybody else out there. And when you hear this man sharing this kind of information, this is so much insight into the Delta and the fish activities. You need to pay close attention. And when he gives you a tidbit, you need to write it down someplace and never forget it. Alan, where would you be going fishing today if you weren't uh, probably working today? Stampede. Oh, you're still into those cokes <laughs> I, up there. I went to, last Sunday, I went to Bullard's. And uh, we took my dad, he passed a year ago, and he has a, a dauntless whaler. So we took it up there. We had everything charged and everything, and it died at 1130, but we hooked over 60, four of us. <laughs> that's, and then, that's plenty. <laughs> yeah. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, I went to Delta, and then Thursday, I went to Stampede, and that was crazy up there but those fish are starting to turn now so yeah they're getting some kite yeah. jaw they're getting dark a little on the dark side but the males are anyway yeah. but the meat dark. is cutting totally red isn't it yeah it's really bright red but the action is crazy i mean it I, I, paulina peak was there you know in tight lines and there's probably 25 boats on the lake and it rained it rained pretty good in the morning but fishing was crazy well that's and they the probably Everybody there probably thought we were crazy because we were yelling because we took Denise and then another friend of mine and then uh, Denise's mom. So me and her mom teamed up on one side and Denise and another buddy of mine was on the other side and we swamped them. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't, I had to supply the baits and I gave them all the wrong colors. <laughs> nice guy. Nice guy. Forget everything I told you guys about the great tips from an experienced angler. He's just screwing with you. Alan, thanks yeah. for hooking up with us, bud. We always appreciate you joining us, and we look forward to you being back here in the studio with us on the first week. All righty. All right, you take care, my friend, and thank you. And, folks, make sure you check out Alan Fong Outdoors. Make sure you sign up and get a subscription. It's free. Just click on it. It'll be on your YouTube channel ready to go every week. Thanks, Al. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, let's take a quick break right now. We come back. Mr. Mike Ogney joins us with an update on salmon action and whether I'm going fishing Thursday or not. We'll find out right after this. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. 
For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. And he's also the owner of The Real Magic. He's got a Real Magic report for me, too. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. Are we going fishing on Thursday? Well, I don't know yet. You know, let's, uh, let's well, wait for, for the Mother Nature to calm down a little bit. Let's, let's tell them what happened to Mother Nature on our trip for Monday. 
<laughs> well, last Monday we were going to go salmon fishing, but I believe it was blown about, well, the forecast was 20 gusting to 30 with like a six-foot swell. So we just decided to stay home and not even have breakfast up at Dagan Bay. Yeah, to hell with that. And then Rick Kennedy, who was over there with his wife for the weekend anyway, texted and goes, uh, it's a good thing we didn't go, guys. <laughs> it was rough apparently out there, and I'm glad we weren't out there. Although I did have my scopolamine patches ready to go. Well, keep them handy. We're going to get out there uh, yet. Uh, salmon fishing was very slow yesterday, and the winds were still cranking. Uh, this morning, they're they're cranked up. We're seeing 20 knots of wind, gusting 25. Uh, the big thing has been uh, has been the the lingcod bite. Rick Powers has been fishing down at Point Reyes and just putting him on a clinic. Uh, lots of limits of of wings coming out of the Point Reyes area. Merlin was down. Merlin fished on the on the real magic. Uh, Although the the local reefs, he had limits of, of rockfish and a couple of wings yesterday, and went offshore and uh, got one silver salmon. But just been it's been really just too breezy to get outside and track these fish down. Now, if you want the hot salmon bite, it's been out the gate. Uh, Muscle Rock down to uh, Pedro Point. Most of the gate party boats had limits of just nice quality fish, and what we're seeing right now, and what I'm really excited about. We've seen a lot of two-year-old fish. I talked with uh, Jared on the uh, Salty Lady uh, yesterday. He's a friend and neighbor, and I've known Jared for 30-plus years, and he's just been killing it down there. They had He took the uh, the Golden State Salmon Association all, the second all-girls trip on Thursday. The girls threw in 25 limits to, like, 30 pounds, and then yesterday he had limits again. Some smaller fish on the south side mixed in with some big spawners. We're seeing a lot of two-year-olds. And I'm telling you right now, Seth, I know if this ocean holds together, I'll make a very bold statement here. And I'll say right now, if the ocean holds together, next season's going to be better than this season. And that's going to be hard to imagine after what happens this year. As, as, as I said, bold. But uh, I'm going to stick by it. We're seeing uh, off of Bodega Bay, we've been seeing 15-inch fish, 20-inch fish, 30-inch fish. We're seeing a whole range. We're seeing... The the babies from this season we're seeing next year's you know two year olds that will be well they'll be two this coming fall, and uh, the three and four year old spawners that we're uh, that we're seeing now and the fish they're just fat like you can't believe they're all footballs they're super well fed look at some of the uh, videos and pictures being posted uh, from the party boats um, all over uh, Facebook and it's just. Quality, quality fish. So get out there, enjoy it. And uh, if you if you're up there in Sacramento and waiting for the fish to come, they're going to come, and there's going to be a lot of them here very shortly. <laughs> I think that's an understatement. There's going to they're going to be using pitchforks this year to clean up some streams up there after these fish all go up and spawn and die. I have a feeling there's it's going to be a lot of fish on the shore, much like we see in Alaska when we're walking those streams up there. We could use some early October rains would be great for these fish because water temps are very high in the valley. Oh, it would be nice to have some early September rain, too, by the way. I just we'll I just wish off. we had the water so we could wipe out all these wonderful political decisions about sending warm water down rivers to kill the salmon and their fry and not give their eggs a chance to even hatch. But that's a whole other story. We're in a drought. We've got to get it worked out. We need better water management. We need better water regulations. There's all kinds of stuff going on, and I'm sure the powers that be are working hard at that, aren't you? No. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll hold the breath. 
Don't hold your breath. We won't be able to go fishing. You'll be dead. <laughs> Mike Cogney with USAFishing.com. And those of you that are my cronies wondering if we're going on that trip, you know what I know. He's watching the weather. I will keep you posted as soon as I possibly can. Don't worry about it. We're on right now. We'll see where it goes. Michael, thanks for hooking up with us. We will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Looking forward to seeing you guys. You have no choice in the matter. Take care, and thanks for hooking up with us on California Sportsman. You guys know how it works. There's a whole other hour right around the corner from this. We're going to tell you all about the new boat. We're going to check in with Nettle on Stampede Action. Go live with, no, Kevin Brock's got a pre-recorded for us. Senior Tuna's going to be live, and there's a whole lot more. Right after it's this not over break. yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season Saturday, October 22nd. Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, i got to tell you a story about a boat. Yeah, my boat. I gotta tell you, Gone Fishing Marine and Mark Blanton and the great riggers over there did an absolutely spectacular job of putting together my new boat. It's just arrived and it's a 21 foot, they call it a 2075, it's uh, 20 foot 10 inches, Lund. 
And it is probably the epitome of what a trolling motor and trolling machine should be out there. It's equipped with a 175 Mercury on there, which Kent says would move it along pretty darn good. But, you know, the outstanding thing about this is it came with a 9.9 kicker. It came with the old man Altura trolling motor up on the front by Minkota self-deploying, doing all that. I don't even have to get up on my feet and walk around and fall overboard trying to deploy the motor. They also did one of the best installation jobs of every accessory on the boat, including an upgrade to four brand new digital Scotty downriggers, all of course with Superline on it. They have loaded this thing up, direct wired everything. There's no wires hanging out around. It is beautiful. And I got to tell you, Lund has re-released this boat called the Fisherman. For years, they eliminated it from their series. It used to be called a 10K or something like that. And they never brought it back until now. And what they've done is they moved the windshield forward. A lot of these boats, these aluminums, they're kind of a multifunction boat. You can bass fish out the bow. It's got the swivel seat and everything. This one doesn't. This one moves in and makes that a much smaller area up there. You could put a seat up there if you needed to. But it allows much more room in back. This is one of the biggest floor space boats I've ever owned. I guarantee you it's the best install job and the cleanest install job. You look in this boat and it's like, this is a fish machine. Mark Blanton and the crew, thank you so much. It's absolutely gorgeous. I know this boat's going to be up and sitting on the stage someplace at the ISE this year. Mark's planning on putting it on full exhibit. And I know that somebody's going to want to grab it. This is an absolutely beautiful Lund. If you haven't seen it yet, take a look at our uh, California Sportsman Facebook page. Marilyn put up a story up there all about it with it coming home last week. She posted some photos. And I sent you a note. Mark Blanton wants to go out and be on the inaugural run up at Barry S. And I I didn't hear back from you when I asked you if you wanted to go with us, Kent. Uh, (laughs) Is there a problem with you and Berryessa? Yeah, I don't like Berryessa. And why is that again? Because it doesn't like me. Don't bring a fishing pole and don't try to catch bass. <laughs> Come on out and just troll around all day long and uh, drink a cold beverage with us out there. I have to stay in the boat with you and Mark all day? All day. That will be interesting. Except you got to remember, I'm an old man. Our days uh-huh. usually end about 11. About 30. 11 for lunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you got to stop down at Buckhorn or someplace. Yeah. Or no. the Buckhorn truck on the way out of town. Yeah, no, I get it. Well, folks, Gone Fishing Marine has got boats trickling in. Mark Blanton's going to be joining us here on the air pretty quick. Not today, but in the next couple of weeks. We're going to go out and run the boat around, get any bugs or uh, problems out of it. But I can tell by looking at it, there aren't going to be any. This is a beautiful boat, and I highly recommend you stop by Gone Fishing Marine. They're going to have boats trickling in all during the year out there. A lot of the boats are already ordered, and they're on their way, and you'll have the ability to customize it, how it, rig it however you want to, and I guarantee you the rigging job that you get out of Gone Fishing Marine is one of the finest you'll ever see. Thank you, Mark Blanton. Thank you, Gone Fishing Marine, the great crew out there. We appreciate everything you've done to get that boat together for us. It is certainly appreciated. Well, let's head up to Stampede. No, let's head up to the couch where the guy from Stampede hangs out. Live on the couch this morning, Tightlines Guide Service Captain James Netzel. James, how's the pillow on the couch this morning? Oh, man, this is, I, I'm burning daylight. Hey, I wanted to say you need to take your inaugural run of your boat up to Stampede because by 11 o'clock, you may have to finally take your jacket off. Yeah, and I need to make a run up there. I really do. But if it wasn't for doctor appointments and such around town, uh, 
Marilyn and I wouldn't have a social event at all going on in our lives. So it's, Just bring your doctors with you. Yeah, I'd like to. Believe me, one of them I'd like to leave <laughs> behind. J- James, you burned yourself out up there doing back-to-back double trips a day and really put in some time out there. Why are you off today, and what's going on with the lake as it stands right now? Uh, fishing is just have a day off. Uh, I, I, uh, it's, it's towards the end of the season. The tour season is over pretty much with all the kids going back to school. The fishing has not waned at all. The fishing is great. I mean, we're still getting uh, tons of big fish. You know, if you see the, my pictures, uh, they look a little bit dark. Some of them look dark. But, man, who cares what the fish look like on the outside? Because if you look at the pictures of the fish on the inside, they look better than perfect. I saw that that filet photo you sent me. My goodness, that is screaming bright orange. That's brighter than many of the salmon in the ocean. Yeah, it's it's almost scary how how good the fish look on the inside. And uh, so I have no problem fishing for them. And and it's not – people are saying, well, it's early for them to turn. Well, not not for stampede with low water – if Stampede had high water, yeah, it'd be early. But for low lakes that are low water, they turn faster. At Boca, they're still chrome, so and Boca's almost full. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Mother Nature does a better job of timing things than anybody out there, and you yeah. can't you can't change it up. If the fish decide this is when they're doing it, that's when they're doing it because the conditions are right for them. It doesn't matter what the conditions are like for us, as long as it's ready for them, they're going to go into full spawn. Well, James, how much longer do you think? Uh, uh, stampede is going to be a viable fishery. Two, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, I'll I'll be up here until the end of uh, end of August, maybe the first week of September, just because I don't want to really fish on the river until until it starts cooling down. Fishing in eighty degree water is uh, makes it really tough to catch a salmon. Well, yeah, and it's and it's your transition time. Plus, there's so many people up there just loving it. When Alan Fong's back up there every single week catching kokanee, you know it's a very productive, fun fishery. And yes. What kind of business is up there on the weekends versus during the week? Is there a lot of pressure on the fish during the week, or is it just? No, it, it there might there might have been 25 boats uh, yesterday, but they were all around me. Uh, I can't hide anymore because back up in the river arms where I've been hiding the last uh, two and a half months. I'd be by myself, but now, uh, you know, my boat doesn't, is not camouflaged. You can see it a hundred, hundred miles away. And, uh, well, I'd, I'd run, right. I'd run into you around that corner anyway, cause I know that deep water hole down there at the end where the Mackinac hang out. And I know the sage hen arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that was, that was a good hiding spot, but, uh, it's all right. You know, we're fishing between, it's crazy deep. We're fishing 80 to 105, 110 feet deep. And uh, you, you try to help people out. You know, people will be asking you what you're doing, and you tell them you're fishing that deep. They're like, oh, we're we're having great success up at 30 to 40 feet. And I'm like, okay, you can catch those little uh, 10 to 12 inches, but I don't like them little 10 to 12 inches. I want the 15 to 17 inches. You know, there's a natural progression in fishing. You, you start off, you want to go out and catch fish. Then you have fun. You want to go out and catch as many fish as you can. Right. Then after you catch as many fish as you can, you realize, boy, one big fish would really be nice. And then you go beyond that and you get a little crazy like some of us have done and you start catching the biggest fish you can on the lightest tackle possible. And then you end up breaking ugly sticks in half that aren't supposed to break uh-huh. when you're fighting a 20-pound lingcod. That's just the way it happens sometimes. 
Folks, get out, get involved, get fishing, and you're going to have a whole lot of fun, especially as you progress through those different levels up to catching big fish. And, James, you know and I know the next fish that you hook at Stampede could be a 10-pound brown. It could be, yeah. We uh, The browns aren't, aren't like, as prolific as we had before the drought in 14 and 15, but uh, they're still there. I always say every nursery's got to have a mama, and that's a big nursery. Well, I know you're going to be making your move down here pretty soon. Bookings are going to start flying. I've, you got spaces available for people when they're ready to start hitting the SAC Metro area? I do have it for the river. I have I have my calendar for the river blocked off right now just because I don't want people booking until the fishing gets good. I, I really do not like giving slow boat rides uh, at five miles an hour up and down the river. Uh, I like to give... Uh, uh, interrupting uh, boat rides where you got to fish on every every five minutes. That does make it a whole lot different, doesn't it? James, give them all yeah, the hookup. You, and go ahead. Yeah, when you got when you got ten to twelve eyeballs staring back at you, thinking dirty thoughts, uh, <laughs> and you got a center console, you got no choice but to look forward. Yeah, yeah it can be pretty tough. Looking them right yeah. in the eye. That's why captains are really happy when they get their first hookup every single day. Yeah. Yeah, you can reach me. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Sep. Uh, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. And the website is www.fishtightlines.com. And, Sep, I hope to see you up, up in this cold weather pretty soon because yeah. it is hot down here. I it's might like 68 be, degrees I'm, already. We might be escaping here. I just got to put another battery in that corporate RV real quick. James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. Stampede Kokanee right now, and pretty quick it's going to be the King Salmon right here in Sac Metro area. Make sure you get on board with him. James, thanks a lot, bud. We appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Kent, you got Gun Owners of California's lucky winner that is not me. It is not you, Sep, but uh, Gun Owners of California wants to invite everybody for a fun evening. September 30th, they're having uh, the Fairfield Vacaville Dinner. It's going to be held at the Jelly Belly Factory in Fairfield, and it'll be a prime rib dinner catered by Kinder's Barbecue uh, with their world-famous barbecue sauce and uh, spices and all the cool stuff that the Kinder's folks do. Uh, that's Friday, September the 30th, and uh, they're going to be limited to just wine and beer, but it should be a, a great event there at uh, at the Jelly Belly Factory. So go to the Gun Owners of California website and uh, get all the information. Book a table uh, and uh, and get uh, to that dinner. You can check that out at gunownersca.com. Winner 34 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle. Ticket 771, Joe Murchie of Georgetown, California. Joe, you've got a Henry Survival semi-auto rifle in 22 long rifle. Nice. Yeah, they're going to be giving you a call, sending you down to do all the proper paperwork. 2022 is our 47th year of fighting for your gun rights. It's America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Make sure you're supporting our friends at Gun Owners of California. And they're doing an awful lot for us with everything that's going on Yeah, they there. fight a battle every day. Exactly. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, it'll be our good friend, Mr. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, letting you know what's going on down south in long and short-range action right after this. Lines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta Water 
waterways. Oh, got one. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassles. Go with Tightlines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Us. He didn't even invite us on the Penn Fishing University trips. Did you notice that? No, he knew we were going to crash he it, so he call, didn't invite us. He didn't go, why don't you guys come down? Good morning, tuna. Uh, good morning, Steph. <laughs> good morning, Ken. Kent had, a re- Kent had a refrigeration truck out there on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Apparently, he missed you. Ready to go. Uh, you know, uh, th- I think there was one spot left open for him. I, I didn't see him on board. <laughs> right next to you, buddy. Well, how were your trips out there on the California Dawn? You had Penn Fishing Universities on Monday and Tuesday of this week. Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Monday we had a little bit of weather and couldn't get all the way out to where we wanted to be. But but James has all these secret spots up his sleeve, and, uh, and he always manages to... Uh, to be able to find a, we were we were able to get a limited rockfish and a wide variety of species, all the good ones, including vermilions, uh, you know, and a lot of browns, etc. And we managed to get 18 ling cod. That was on Monday. On Tuesday, we made it up to Point Reyes, which is just, uh, I mean, uh, right now one of my one of my most fun techniques that I'm 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 trying to get really good at. 
not really good at it yet, but I've been practicing a lot, and that is slow pitch jigging, and uh, it's just nirvana for that. It was raining quality rockfish, uh, vermilions, browns, olives, you name it. Um, we caught one or two uh, quillbacks. We sent them back down. We decompressed them like you're supposed to. Um, and absolutely full limits of lingcod. It was just crazy, crazy fishing. And after about 10 in the morning, the weather was absolutely beautiful. I mean, it was sunblock time and, and flat water. Earlier, there was a little lump, but, uh, you know, again, that's what happens. Hey, Steve. You go out in the open ocean. Steve, you were talking about that technique, casting it out. Is that like, uh, oh, casting it out and letting it swim back towards the boat with extra action added to it? Is that what you're doing? Well, no, no, no. That, uh, um, gosh, slow pitch jigging. It, it's, it's hard to, to use a. I'm trying to create a vision in my mind and our listeners' mind. Well, it would be, in Kent Brown's world, it would be kind of like fishing a structure spoon vertically. It's very important to be fully vertical on the jig. And you're not, and by the way, slow pitch is a bad translation of the Japanese from 20 years ago. It should really be slow jerk. Um, most jigging techniques are fast. Yeah, They're really fast. Lift and, you're, lift you're and drop. You're jerking the rod fast. You're cranking fast. And there's a lot of species of fish. Uh, benthic species, that species that live near the bottom, um, can't always grab the jig in that condition. And slow pitch or slow jerking the, the lure down near the bottom gives you a, a whole range of new species that you that you didn't catch on jigs before and or bigger individuals of those species. And uh, it, it, it's definitely still in infancy in California. They're doing it quite a bit in uh in Florida and along the uh, the Texas Gulf Coast, and of course over in Hawaii, they're just going nuts with it. Um, uh, I, I suggest you look on YouTube for uh, it's hard, it's hard to give a visual of the of the motion. It's it's a slow, methodical, but uh, very very effective technique on some species of fish. Other species of fish that that want a, a fast moving jig, you still fish at the old. The old fashioned. Are, are you setting the spoon back on the bottom? Sometimes. Yeah. You're, basically, you want to know where the bottom is, but it's a very grabby bottom usually where, where James puts the boat. So, so if you, you lay on the bottom too much, you're going to leave it there. It's yeah. going to be stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just to always make sure that you're within about five feet of the bottom and you're and you're good to go. You, you're not you're not laying it on the bottom all the time. Gotcha. And uh, also just uh, flip it around and and. Talking about SoCal, um, something that in in my long, unfortunately very long memory has never happened, uh, is happening this week. Uh, Sep, you know what a Dorado, a.k.a. mahi-mahi is. Oh, yeah. You know what that is. I mean, that, it's a tremendous fish, bright, colorful. They jump like crazy. Awesome on the table, et cetera, et cetera. Large schools of them started swimming up the coast well past San Diego, Past Orange County, literally boats out of Long Beach and Dana Wharf are are going out about 15 miles and getting wide open bites on mahi mahi, and and one of those vagaries of the law, you know, uh, somebody wasn't planning ahead or didn't didn't talk. Most mahi mahi are you know down in SoCal are caught in Mexican waters, which means the limit is two. 
So for most of the San Diego boats, if you catch two Dorado, you're all done, and you're off looking for some other species like yellowtail or tuna or whatnot. In California waters, uh, I guess because they considered the you know the visitations of mahi into California not to be that common, not anything that they needed to worry about, the limit is 10. Katie, bar the door. <laughs> so literally the half-day boats are going out, uh, you know, they have to get about 10 miles offshore and just going crazy. I mean, they're, they, you know, they're, they're, you know, hooking up everybody on the boat all at once. You say not landing them all, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's pretty unprecedented. And these are not small ones. These are not those little five, six, seven pounders. These are like 15, 20, 25 pounders, sometimes bigger. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just craziness. There are still some of the big bluefin tuna. Uh, if you want to fish at night, almost all that, that bite is at night. The bluefin tuna during the day are what they like to say is all show, no go. Uh, plenty of foamers of bluefin, but the blue, the, those foamers of bluefin just do not want to bite. So it can get a little bit frustrating. Um, needless to say, most anglers are opting to go for the Dorado or the Yellowtail that that generally want to bite if you find them. Yeah, we had Dorado off California. Captain Justin Lucas was running out uh, like less than 20 miles going out, and they picked up a couple of Dorado mixed in with some uh, bluefin and a whole lot of yellowtail that were up here. So there are those warm fingers out there. There's those warm sections of water, and uh, one of these days they're going to come running right up the coast all the way up again, aren't they? Well, yeah, yeah. right now, it's, like I say, it's not like Dorado are never caught in California, but in this kind of just like it's it's an invasion, just like an army of them, uh, you know, a couple of miles wide is just swimming north. Bring them. And, and if, you can, uh, if you can connect with them, they, they generally want to bite. And, again, spectacular colors, spectacular jumps, and um, everybody a, knows that they're good on the grill. They're a great fight, and they're great on the grill. Absolutely. One of the phenomenal, my favorite saltwater fish to hook up with. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing University, is back from two trips on the California Dawn, too. I'm sure he's got another one up his sleeve, too, to share with us down the line. Steve, thanks for joining us today. We always appreciate your expertise. Talk to you soon. You have no choice. Take care, Tuna. We love you. All right, let's do whatever we got to do. Oh, Mr. Kevin Brock, he and I talked on the phone the other day. Salmon action is kind of eh, eh, eh. So I said, hey, why don't you give us an overview recording if we're going to be down in the canyon where we can't talk to you live on the phone. Take a listen to this. Here's you an update on Sack and King, Feather, Feather River, King Salmon Action. Hey, good morning, Seth, Kent Brown. Hey, guys, how you guys doing over there? Man, we're doing awesome. Hey, I just want to do a quick uh, overview of our uh, river salmon report uh, for this week. Uh, like, let everybody know what's going on and kind of keep updated on the haps, on the, the skivvy on the river. Uh, let's start down by uh, the retro sack area, uh, down where you guys are at, you know, the American River, the mouth of the American. Uh, there's been still quite a few fish being caught. Guys are getting there uh, early in the morning, uh, fishing off the anchor, um, fishing with plugs. You know, are still getting one to four. I talked to a guy yesterday, got four fish down there. I mean, that's pretty awesome. The fish are still coming in, so... We're excited about that, so that means more fish are going to keep coming up river. I heard some guys up there towards, uh, you know, Sailor Bar up in that area were catching a few fish on beads. Um, you know, again, watch your uh, uh, leader length restrictions. I think it's six foot, but double check on that. No, no matter where you're at, 
just to double check on the restrictions. Um, moving up river, you know, up, up towards uh, the Verona area, uh, in the sack itself, uh, fishing slow, su- super slow. Um, and so, uh, work your way up towards Verona. Um, a few fish are being caught on the mud line. Not a bunch, but a few. Same thing, anchoring up, uh, using plugs. Uh, you know, when I say plugs, um, you know, it's the, uh, old school flatfish kind of thing, you know, and, and they've got these new ZZ lures out, uh, in sizes 14s and 15s. And those are guys using those a lot. Um, they're greenbill, greenbill, anything with green and chartreuse, uh, you're golden there. Wrap them with a little bit of sardine on there or spray some scent on there. Uh, it's all, always a good thing. Always good all the way around. And, uh, you know, as we move up river, uh, where I've been and some of our guys have been and, uh, you know, the majority of guys have been, the Chico area has just been dead. The water's low and slow and warm. Fish are moving through there, but they're definitely not biting at all. I, I wouldn't even waste my time there. Um, you know, you bounce up, you know, the east side going from Verona and you got the Feather River. There's probably been more fish caught on the Feather River out of the outlet in this last week than we've seen all year. There was reports of a couple days of over 40 fish being caught off the wall. Uh, guys, you know, flossing them, lining them with, with, uh, with beads. Some fish being caught on spinners, you know, like your, uh, number five or number six, uh, blue fox, uh, in the blue color, blue and purple work really, really well. And then, you know, moving on up, um, you know, if you're a bank fisherman, check that area out. And again, check your regulations, you know, super, super important. Um, moving up, uh, don't even stop in Chico. Red Bluff has been kicking out a few fish, but still that warm thing. You know, the majority of the guides are either up in the canyon, in Sacramento Canyon from Jelly's Ferry up, you know, or in the Barchel area. Um, you know, and still the reports are one, two, um, there's fish rolling around. They should be there from this last full moon. I mean, this should be the kickoff tomorrow, the next day. The next day we should see some numbers of fish coming up there. Uh, but right now that's what it's been. Uh, you know, zero, one, two, three. But my gosh, are the fish big? And they're still crushing them in the bay. I heard the guys in the bay are just smashing big fish. I've heard rumors of 40 pounders being caught. So the river fishing uh, is right around the corner, you know, for peak time. I mean, we're right, right there. But, uh, oh, the guys are using jigs, you know, down there, uh, the mouth of the American. That's kind of your best bet right now. They're using jigs, the mouthy minnow, one ounce, stuff like that. Well, hey, that's a quick overview, as quick as I can go. Hey, and, uh, hey, if they want to call me for information, uh, you know, even if they don't want to book a trip, 800-995-5543. Check out our website, fishkevinbrock.com, and we love everybody in SEP, and can't we thank you guys so much for what you do for the industry. Fish on. Take care. Kevin Brock out there having a good time on the water, letting you know what's going on, so, so you're nice up to, to hear speed. from him still. He drops off the face yeah, of the yeah, earth every now and then. He does. He gets busy fishing. But. He's down in that big canyon right now uh-huh. between Red Bluff and Redding, and there's just no cell phone coverage there, and there's a ton of fish. Yeah, no, but it's good to hear Kevin's voice. Yes, it is. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's about time for Get a Clue. Get a Clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. We regularly talk about weather by numbers, and this time it's going to be a math lesson. Sepp's trip this week was canceled, and this is why. A good way to figure out when to head into salt water and when not to, use the formula of wind speed plus swell. Add the wind speed in knots and the swell height. If it equals more than 20, then it's not small boat weather. For instance, wind speed at 15 knots with an 8-foot swell, 15 plus 8 equals 23. That's okay for party boats, but for the average 20-foot boat, that's uncomfortable. If there's only 10 knots with the same 8-foot swell, that's 18, which is fishable and, more important, safe. If you've got a larger boat or fish from a party boat, you can push this number up to 25, but it starts getting really rough at any number over that. So, get a clue. Last Sunday, the figures were winds at 25 to 35 knots and swells 8 to 9 feet. 25 plus 8 equals 33. At 35 knots and 9 feet, that equals 44. I'm staying home. And he stayed home, and that's a lot above the reasonable number. So, Captain Mike Ogney called it, the trip was canceled, and another date set. So, we'll see how that goes. So, take care of yourself, and here's a way to do that. You can win a life jacket. Caller number four. Call us, 1-800-920-1140. Be the fourth caller, and get yourself a life jacket. Hey, stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Just a reminder, you just heard one of our Get a Clue segments. Do you know our newsletter has a clue in it every week? Do you know we put out a newsletter? It's all about what Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman Radio shows will cover on Saturday mornings on Sacktown Sports 1140. You need to be a subscriber. Your edition of the newsletter will then appear in your email Thursday night or Friday morning, and you'll know what's set for Saturday morning listening. You'll know who's going to be talking and about what, and you'll get the latest on fishing action and results. The in-depth segments for tips, suggestions, advice, and how-tos. The upcoming events let you know where and when. To get in on the latest, win prizes, and be aware, sign on. It's free. Simply send your email address to marilynatseps.com or sepatseps.com. What could be easier? And the newsletter makes you smarter.
Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Yeah, we're doing well. You and I talked about several topics that we're going to be covering today, but neither one of us talked about the Vacaville Gun Owners of California dinner. we got to throw that no, out we and didn't. remind That's everybody. we up on September 20th, and we're getting all set up to go. Tables are on sale now. Well, put me down for either a table or sitting with you, and i got a couple other buddies that want to come along, too. Let me know what's going on. I will. I'm trying to figure I, I out. I bought a table already, like always, and... and Couple, uh, the sheriff has bought a table already, so we're going to have him there. And a couple other dignitaries are probably going to show up with Tom. Yeah, it should be a good dinner. Oh, it will be a good dinner. It is every single year. The guys at uh, Guns, Fishing, and other stuff put this on and support the gun owners of California every year. And I'm sure Sam Paradis will be there, Tim Macy's, and all the guys from Gun Owners. Hey, I don't, yeah. don't want to step be on there. It's going to be held at the Jelly Belly Factory this year. Yeah, I don't want to step on uh, on Travis on this, but it's September 30th, not the 20th. Ah, it's the thirtieth. Yeah, hey Travis, problem. call him up. Change that date you got reserved. <laughs> yeah, I hope the folks at the Jelly Belly Factory know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get him in. We'll get him in. Yeah, but yeah. September thirtieth, and uh, going to be catered by the good folks at Kinder's Barbecue. So yeah, we all know how good that is. Why I'm being there? That's right. Yep. Yeah, going to be a good dinner. I'm getting Kinder's in there and stuff. Well, Travis, there's a there's a uh, lot yeah, going I had a on. A bit better luck than you did last last Sunday. It sounds like. Did you? I got to first ask you, did you get any deer on Saturday? Did you see any deer on Saturday? I seen a doe. And that was it? <laughs> that was it. We were out for about four and a half hours, and we covered the entire ranch on road. Just We were kind of more spotting and looking to see what was out there, and all we seen was one doe the entire trip. Yeah, I know the way it works. You got that big turret machine gun up on top of that pickup truck, and you're driving around out there looking for deer. Hey, nobody knows about that. <laughs> I know you guys are some of the most respectful hunters out there, and that's just a, we're just pulling legs here. Well, Travis, Travis, there's so much more going on with the your great fishing trip out on the Cal Don with the, your crew and the guys that went with you. How was that trip? 
Oh, that was a fantastic trip. We caught limits of uh, rock cod and stuff and caught a bunch of nice ling cod. I caught a 16-pounder and a 10-pounder and a 12-pounder and a 14-pounder. Holy Toledo. <laughs> it sounds like you guys just timed it right. And then the day I'm supposed to go out, the next day, everything blows apart all over the place. So you guys were lucky you got into your trip and uh, were able to handle it. Yeah, well, we were originally supposed to went out the gate and went north, and we ended up going south because of the north was blown out. Well, it makes for an ugly ride either going or coming when you got to go against the wind coming in. I'd rather go against it going out than coming back in. Yeah, it was a nice ride. You know, it wasn't that bad. We didn't hit the wind until we got right to the gates. Hey, Travis, one of the things that everybody has to do nowadays is follow all the regulations when it comes time to buying guns and showing proficiency and getting certified. And there's so many things that there needs to be one place for everybody to go to. And it seems like that place has become guns, fishing and other stuff. You guys have got all kinds of classes going on all the time for gun safety, for proper handling, proper use. Tell our listeners what kind of classes you've got going out there and how they're conducted. That's correct. We got all kinds of classes. We got the classes for the first time gun owner. You never had a gun before, not sure how to use it. You come down, take the class. It goes through all the basics on the, on how to operate the gun, how to tear, uh, clean the gun, how to safely handle the gun. And then we move up from there into your concealed weapons permits and then even go further. We got advanced classes for movement and shooting and stuff like that. Well, and some of these classes, they just evolve, and you've been to some that are even evolved beyond that, where you're out shooting 500 rounds a day in practice. That's right, yeah. I've been down to gun sight and front sight both, and let me tell you, it becomes a job then. Like you say, we're in uh, two days, we shoot a 1,000 rounds of 9 millimeter. two days shoot a 1,000 rounds of AR, and one day shoot 500 rounds of shotgun and slugs. And... What that does is create a ton of muscle memory and a ton of respect for the weapon that you're holding, too, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does, and it teaches you how a clean weapon works and a dirty one doesn't. Well, that's exactly where I'm at right now. I've got a dirty gun at home, and I haven't fired a shot in it yet, and I've seen some of the videos of the barrels being cleaned on them and coming out of the factory. They're disgusting. I don't even want to run a pellet through this air gun until I clean the whole thing thoroughly. That should be a lesson with any gun you ever purchase. The first thing, I know everybody wants to shoot it. Oh, guy, dick, you got to run down and shoot it. The very first thing you should do is clean the gun. There is cosmoline and stuff still in that gun from the factory that all needs to be cleaned up to help the functioning and operation of that gun. Everything's smoother in operation. It's like you polished every moving part all of a sudden. Yep, pretty much. And just to help that out, for all the first-time gun owners, on the 27th of August at 8 o'clock, we're having a gun cleaning class at Vacaville and Dublin from 8 to 10. Now, those are great things because a lot of people, including me, don't know how to tear down or clean every single one of them and doing it correctly. I, I was lubricating a shotgun wrong for about 12 years. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm not the best at it, but I know how to clean them. But <laughs> I don't... Uh, you know, this is a pot calling the kettle black. I don't clean mine as often as I should. Nobody does, and if they say they do, they're lying to you. And the guy with WD-40 shooting it down your barrel is not cleaning your gun. No, 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 that's not cleaning the gun. That makes the shot go faster, though, because it loops it. <laughs> that's the kind of wistful information that you will hear from Travis Morgan every day you stop in at Guns, Fishing, and other stuff. 
Well, Travis, the classes and everything, I know there's signs up all over down at your gun range and upstairs for the classes. People can get signed up for them. Very reasonable priced. And what price do you put on knowing how to handle guns safely, properly, and professionally? That's correct. You know, got classes, like you said, they're going all the time. They go, I think a CCW class runs next weekend. And depending on what county you're in nowadays, some of it's a one-day course, some of it's a two-day course. That's right. And uh, if you have the opportunity, folks, stop by, check it out, check out what kind of certifications they have, and make sure that you're up to speed because, you know what, you can't even buy a gun unless you can show them that you know how to use it, load it, and put the magazine and everything else into it. So That's that, correct. We run that test by every customer that comes to the store. And it's mandatory. It's not up for discussion. And and being familiar with the gun before you go in and put your hands on your first one sure makes a huge difference. Travis, <laughs> Travis, thanks for having the classes out there. I hope people will utilize all of them. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again next week, my friend. Talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. See you at the store. You have no choice. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back. I'm good on time. I'm impressing myself sometimes. Hey, Captain Steve Mitchell's out salmon fishing this morning. He headed out the gate. I don't know if he went right. I don't know if he went left. Let's go live on board the decks of the and find out what hooked up sport fishing's got going on this morning. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, what's happening out there this morning, Captain? Oh, man, we're just now getting a rise in the water right now, and it seems to be a very, very good bite happening. Nets are swinging all over the place, and, uh, man, we're trying to get it in right now. Did you go left or did you go right? Uh, we headed down to the left and went down south. Uh, it's been real good action between uh, Muscle Rock and uh, Pedro, so from that stretch all the way down, it's real good fishing. Are these typical schoolie size fish, or are you still seeing some of the monsters included in some of the schools out there? Uh, it's a mixture grade, man. We're getting the monsters up in there. Yesterday, we got all monsters pretty much. We got a few small ones, but the majority of them was all big ones, anywhere from the high teens up into about 25 pounds. Uh, right about now, I'm thinking that the, I'm looking at the marks that's on my meter. I'm imagining these are some bigger class fish, too, so I'm hoping to get into them right about now. What depth are they hanging at right now out in the ocean? Is there a big spectrum of uh, where they're hiding, like 25 to 150, or are they narrowed down? No, we're actually in shallow uh, right along uh, right along uh, the coast here, uh, fishing about 60 feet of water, but these fish seem to be congregated in the water column between like about 30 and 50 feet so that's pretty much what it was yesterday yesterday it was about 25 to 50 but today it looks like they're about from about 30 to 50 so i imagine it's a bit that's still up there about 25 as well so we'll see you pulling live bait or you pulling cut bait or what are you doing no, oh, no. pulling cut no. bait frozen bait not cut bait yeah tray bait we're using a uh, frozen anchovies from uh some 10 count and we got our little special sauce on it and everything, and also got it off in a brine and everything. That helps seems to help out, like, especially when you're 
fishing deep and you want to use some of that chartreuse and make that bait uh, highly recognizable down there. So I love it. I love it when people say special sauce and all that. What is special sauce and all that? (laughs) Uh, It's just a concoction that we mix all up, you know, a little bit of little bit of that and uh and a whole lot of this and a little bit of that other stuff too and some of the green stuff while you're at it hey can't right. hurt let's just put it this way all of it is by made by uh procure which is some good stuff right there guys so you can't go wrong with that i don't think there's a scent out there that uh holds a candle to some of the ones that they've got for you pulling Tui Chub ground up, squirting out on a lure at Eagle Lake where the primary food source is Tui Chub, you're increasing your odds of hooking up. And that's exactly what Steve's doing out there for his clients. Steve, real quick, tell them about the big, new, beautiful, plenty-of-room boat you've got. All right, yeah, well, we're out here on the Malia Kai. I got a full load today. We got 16 guys on here from the front to the back, all the way from the bow to the stern, all the way around the boat. But it definitely fishes everybody's comfortable. You know, it's a uh, 37-foot uh, delta, but uh, pretty wide with, a, like, about a 14-and-a-half-foot beam on it, uh, pushed by some twin John Deers. And, uh, man, it is a fishing machine. When I say it's a fishy boat, it's exactly what I'm saying with no exaggeration to it. No, it's an absolutely beautiful boat, folks. If you get over and check it out on YouTube or wherever you can see pictures of Steve he is up on the top of a flying bridge when everything gets rolling out there, shouting out orders to everybody on board, moving his deck hands around, getting people positioned, telling them drop back to the back, move up the side. It gets to be a cluster when you get a four four way hookup out there. Is that likely to happen this week? Oh yeah, we had that going on here yesterday. But you know what? We got it so organized right now and got everybody so dialed that my deck hands anyway about running those fish down the rail. We hardly lose any fish like that. We lost a few fish yesterday, but it wasn't due to the deckhands running the rods down the rail. We had we had one of those big fur bags that we could not shake yesterday, Seven. I mean, we had limits uh, of fish, but we couldn't shake the dang fur bag, man, and he just kept on doing us in. He took every big fish at the end of the day that we could possibly hook up, man. It was just it was inev- inevitable. What, what could we do? We couldn't do nothing. Maybe you could paint it a different color. Well, I, you know what, man? I mean, sometimes we wonder, you know, how can we shake these things and we could pawn them off on another boat. But we just happened to find a little uh, secluded spot that these fish were holding in, and uh, we couldn't shake them. So it was no boat. That's Mother Nature at her best. She's got the fish in one spot, and here come the sea lions right after those very fish that you're targeting too. That's just something we have to deal with out there on the water, no doubt about it. Well, folks, Steve has got a big, beautiful boat. You need to get on board with it and be one of the successful anglers out there. You should have been on today, but maybe you can get on in the next week or two because this action is going to continue for several more weeks out there as these fish continue moving up and down the coast. Steve, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get out there and have some fun too. Yeah, guys, definitely. You can reach me at uh, 707-655-6736. Or either on the web at hookedupsportfishing.com and that hook is spelled H O O K apostrophe D. Uh, other than that, you know, look, look me up on Facebook or on Instagram and, uh, give me a call. Let's do it.
You got it, Steve. Have a great day on the water. Captain Steve Mitchell, Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Knock him dead, partner. I know you will. All right, Seb. You guys have a good morning. Count on it. You have a great day out there, my friend. All right, he's going to do some salmon action. There's no question about it. And my good friend Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, is also out there this morning. He's climbed on board a boat, and he's heading out for some fun, too. But before he left, he sent me this opportunities for you freshwater anglers. Take a listen to this, and we'll join you back here in just a minute. Good morning. This is Dave Hurley uh, with Western Outdoor News. Just wanted to give you an update on what's going on freshwater fishing-wise. Kokanee fishing has been absolutely outstanding at Lake Tahoe. Uh, those fish are down there between 60 and 90 feet in depth. Uh, in the south side of the lake, on the east side of the lake, they're even out in open water of a 1,000 feet deep. And they're not the largest ones. I mean, we're talking 12, 13, 14, possibly 15 inches, but they're in really, really good shape. And that bite should stay well for the end of this month, moving into September. And below those kokanee are the Mackinac, because the Mackinac are feeding on the kokanee. So if you're trolling below them at 100, 140 feet with some big plugs, some spoons, rapalas, or even jigging below those kokanee schools, you're going to be getting into some mac. So that is a really great opportunity. Lake Tahoe has been an outstanding place to go to. Also up there, you're going to hear from James Netzel, I'm sure, and Stampede. Stampede's starting to wind down, but there's still limits there. Shavers is still kicking out kokanee over 21 inches. Robbie Dunham of Coke Machine Guide Service went there this week on a fun trip with his wife, Kim, and he put in kokanee to over 20 inches. Beautiful kokanee with most of them still in good shape, but we're starting to see the males turning now. And it is just that time of year. We're seeing that in every reservoir with the exception of Tahoe with a few red ones, but most every other reservoir you're going to see those males now losing scales, getting the hook jaw. It is time for that. Maloney's is another great option to go for kokanee for the few boats that are fishing there. You're talking 80 to 90 feet. Large apex lures behind a gold hammer dodger are the trick. It's just a matter of working through that launch ramp. There's apparently two lanes open there now, so that's a good option. Don Pedro is kokanee has been slow, so it's a matter of looking for the king salmon which are going to be down between 65 and 100 feet, maybe a little bit deeper than that. There's a lot of bait in that lake, lots and lots of shad. So it's a matter of finding the shad schools, and then you're going to find the fish. And that's also true at Folsom, which continues to kick out the occasional, I'm going to say the very occasional, big king salmon up to 13 pounds. There hasn't been a lot of smaller kings there this year, and that lake is still producing Rainbows has been a little slower. That lake is dropping drastically, and they say by the 26th of this month, it is going to be five mile an hour. That is another option. Uh, Clear Lake, the launch ramps are really not in good shape. There is only one launch ramp that's available. There is a four kayak event, four different kayaks are having an event there this weekend, and 120 kayaks are anticipated on Clear Lake, so that should be quite busy out there. We'll see a lot of colorful boats uh, floating around looking for bass, which has been a tough bite. Barry S. has been picking up for bass. I know Rick Gates has been up there spooning them, and uh, he's been dropping his Blade Runner spoons down there, finding some really good action. Once again, 
you're looking for the bait. Once you find the bait, you are going to find the fish. Lake Comanche is another option for you. I mean, you think it's summertime. They haven't planted since May, but there are still holdover trout holding in that main river channel. And the interesting part is that they're between 30 and 40 feet in depth. You know, you're going to run a speedy shiner without a dodger or something like that on a pretty good setback and just troll them up. Once you find the fish, you want to stick around and stay with them. And the other one that I'd like to give you is Lake Pardee. Lake Pardee, the trout bite has really slowed as the they haven't planted in, in months there. However, the kokanee bite has been very good. If you want to learn how to fish for kokanee and you don't mind going down to below 100 feet, you just go up the river arm from Twin Arms upriver to the Orange Ball, and you're going to find clouds of small kokanee. They're not going to be large, but they are going to be uh, in relatively good shape. So, And there have been some fish to 15 inches caught there. So that's what I see happening for fresh water as we move into the end of this summer and beginning to start the next the next round uh, as the fall comes along. If we're looking for some cooler weather. We certainly haven't had it this week. Um, in the meantime, do not forget this week, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, at the Riverside Drive office of the Sacramento uh, Department of Fish and Wildlife, we have the Striper Slot Limit Public Meeting. And I think that's going to be a very important event for all interested fishermen to show up either at the meeting or by Zoom. Okay, thanks very much for the opportunity, and uh, we'll hopefully talk to you next week. That was Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, getting you up to date on that. That striper meeting is very important, folks. And we're both, Kent and I are both looking. What did he say the date of that was? Take a look at it, folks. Marilyn, look up the date of that and get it for me real quick. You just got seconds to uh, make that all yeah, happen for yeah. me. I, I, if, I know we've had had it mentioned with uh, James Stone from NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association and, and obviously Dave. So uh, we've got a lot of that going on. Um, and it, that, those are super important meetings to uh, to attend set for sure. So. Kent, there's a lot going on out in the there Delta. Is. I saw all those pictures Alan sent us this morning, and I saw the videos earlier. What is going on out there? Why are these guys catching so many big bass out there right uh, now? It's the Delta, man. I mean, that's just kind of what happens. They were uh, crying weeks ago. Well, you know, and they'll cry again here in September when the Wild West Bass Trail Pro-Am hits. But uh, there'll also be some guys trying to find those northern fish that Alan's catching. The other thing, Sep, we want to remind everybody of, uh, you know, I mean, obviously we have Labor Day weekend coming up. We're not that, all that far away from September 1st where dove season opens. Kind of kicks off the upland game bird hunting for the fall. And uh, got to remind all of you, it is steel shot. So uh, you got to start tracking that stuff down. It's not uh, completely in abundance all over. So uh, be a good weekend this weekend if you're planning on doing some dove hunting, maybe to track some ammo down your local uh, hunting and fishing stores to get those taken care of as well. Hey, I found James Stone's uh, site here. Now all i got to do is find out. And when you're the running out of time. Is. Clock's ticking. This is kind of like a game show, Seth. Clock's ticking. You're going to have to find that. But, uh, no. yeah, I hear music starting behind us. So you're just Slot limit, August 24, 6 to 8 p.m., West Sacramento Department of Fish and Wildlife Conference Room, just in time. <laughs> Good job. I want to thank you all for joining us today. It has been our pleasure bringing it to you. See you next week right here. Tight lines, everybody.
We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join Join us us next week week from from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. KHTK AM and HD1 Sacramento, KYMX HD2, 